feeling. Yes! Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you. I was like to everyone, welcome back to Obsidian Strength Podcast. Um, you know, uh, my name is Alex Christina. I'm on with Clinet Cameron, and um, we are um, so we are the Obsidian Strength Podcast, which was established by myself and Clinet in July 2022 in order to inform, empower, and highlight BIPAC, BIPOC. LGBTQ plus people in strength and fitness and industry. And we have a special guest today, which um, I, I met him a few years, way, way, almost 10 years ago at a CrossFit competition. And I just watched him crush it. And then I've just been definitely a, a low-key fan uh, <laughs> since then watching him um, go from like watching his journey um, and through CrossFit uh, CrossFit and com competitions as well as coaching. And so um, if you guys can help me welcome Luis Pedro. Pedro Zio, my apologies, Pedro Zio. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Oh, Salazar, my apologies. No, <laughs> middle name's Pedro though, so that's right. Heard that, heard that. <laughs> Please let me welcome Luis Salazar. There we go. Thank you guys. Thank you. It's well, been so long, I forgot it's been that long. Yeah, it's the first time I first time I saw you was at a uh, partner competition where somebody's partner from our gym didn't show up because they think they were sick or something. Yeah, it was a supercharged. Yes, and supercharged, and you came in and you and you were like, "I'm ready," and I was like, <laughs> "Like there was nothing. There was, you know, I was like, where's the warm up?'" And you're like, "Nope, I'm here. I'm ready." And you guys killed it, and I it was it was very. It's very exciting, inspiring to watch. So that is, I definitely, that is like, that has always been burned in my brain. <laughs> good memories, <laughs> good memories for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so just kind of like give a little, um, what I refer to as like a, uh, a break, what is it, Reclinic called it a um, icebreaker, icebreaker question. Mm -hmm. There we go uh, for an icebreaker question. So I'm going to start off with what is your favorite food? Healthy, favorite. quote unquote, unhealthy, either one. All right. So this is difficult because there's so many things that I like love, but I always go for Mexican. I can never say no to tacos. El Pastor. <laughs> always tacos are always a yes for me. Ah, like, yeah. El Pastor is usually like what I go for. Delicious. Ooh, that is that is that is great choice. Great choice. Yeah, the I, sweet and the savory. Get both. You get it with you get it with pineapple. You do yes. like and all that. Oh, it's that's like it's everything for me. But yes. <laughs> without the pineapple, what it's just a regular taco, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. And um but yeah, uh, and uh, and so and kind of just to kick, kick this off. Uh, so the main question that we've been asking everybody, and it's kind of our best question, I feel like, to knock it off. Oh, Clint, did you have something? Oh yeah, no, I was gonna ask what's yours. We're going around the room talking about our. Oh, oh we're going around the yeah. room. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my, oh, you know what, my favorite <laughs> dish is. You know what? I, it's not even a favorite dish. It's just a favorite food. Like, I really like tater tots. No, right. <laughs> tater tots, uh, tater tot, like loaded, uh, loaded tater tots that I've had, which were really good with melted cheese, bacon, and an egg on top. Oh. That was. It was just. It was. It was. It was. It was great. It was a great time. Egg. That's a game changer. <laughs> I never had an egg on it. Oh. Oh yeah. So good. <laughs> Clinet, what what is yours? Where are we going? Me, mm, I love food. It's hard. Um, mm -hmm. It changes every week. Um, but <laughs> I think um, even though it's ironic, I'm not a big sh shrimp fan or seafood. I like seafood. I have to have a taste for it. But I'm not a big shrimp fan. But I love shrimp and grits. Like I love some really good. <laughs> savory shrimp Ooh. and grits like jessica makes like the best shrimp and grits like even restaurants i tried it in restaurants and everything and they're like ah, everything because she cooks the, she cooks the grits in like this uh 
in chicken broth. Like she boils the grits with chicken broth. And it just takes don't off. don't let anybody else from the south hear that. I'm just gonna throw it out. There. <laughs> I mean, it's good though. Like you, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, moving no, on. No, no, no. But that, no, that sounds that sounds that actually sounds really good. <laughs> I've 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 not ha- I've not had a really great drink grit, so I'm I'm in, in excited to see what what that tastes like. <laughs> So, <laughs> and so to kick off the next question, I feel like that's our our big one is what is your origin story, Luis? My origin is that what she said? Yeah. What is your origin story? Yeah. So, I guess how I got into fitness, right? Yes. The right. the whole kit and caboodle, Take it all the way the there. Whole thing. So however you want to, however you yeah. want to about it. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Growing up, fitness was never a big thing in my family or even for my culture for that, for the most part. We never, you know, we looked at exercise like, why would you do that? So growing up, I was always like, you know, a chubby kid, didn't think anything of it. Um, But then it came, as soon as I graduated high school, I was having certain health problems. Um, I developed high blood pressure, was pre-diabetic. And I have like a family history of like heart disease and diabetes. Um, and I also got diagnosed with a fatty liver. So I had three problems. And this is like right out of high school. So at that point, I was like, okay, I need to sort of start changing things um, to better my life and obviously develop better health habits. So my initial thing was I would go for walks. So I would always go for like a 30 minute walk afterwards. Um, as far as eating habits, I just stopped drinking like sodas and stuff like that. And so sort of just cut back on what I was eating. Um, after that, I start to sell you some weight drop and I was like, okay, this is cool. Maybe I'll start to increase intensity. So I started doing exercise videos, like old school, like Tybo, Jillian Michael videos, like <laughs> at home, like all that fun stuff. I still have those DVDs to this day that like hold a special place in my heart. So I was like, okay, this is like my introduction. Like Tybo like Billions. Yeah, Billy Blanks. <laughs> Listen, I can still do one of those videos and it makes me sweat so much. <laughs> I met him at a, at a, um, at a fitness expo randomly and like, Oh really? Yes. It was so cool. Like I would like- fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so yeah so I started with those videos and then one of my coworkers had told me about the Broad Street Run in um, 2013 and I was like okay that sounds like maybe I can do that so as I was losing weight I signed up for this run and I was like okay this is like my challenge and I need to like lose a certain amount of weight before I do this and my goal was to run the whole thing. So a couple months later, it took me probably about a year and a half to lose. I think I lo- I went from 350 pounds and I got down to around 190 pounds for the first run. Um, so it took me a little over a year for that, but did it very healthy, just exercising, dieting and stuff like that. Um, so then I signed up for the Broad Street Run. I did the run. I finished. I ran the whole thing. Um, and now since then, I do this run every year because it's like a tradition to me. So this year will be like my 10th year doing it. Even when COVID happened, I still did it on my own. I went outside. I ran 10 miles with a mask on all by myself. It was miserable, but I was like, it's become such a tradition for me that um, I have to do it every year now because it's just ingrained in me. It's just like, this is how I started my fitness journey. And I want to like continue this as I get older. Um, and it's just like such a good test of fitness for me. Yeah. Um, are, so, sorry, my, my pause real quick. Are you are you now like the OG? I know that once you get ten years in for broad, you're officially just in it every year. Are yeah. You're so this OG? is my this is my tenth year. So now after this, no more lottery for me. It's gonna be great. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. It was always like a goal in my head. I was like, I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. So um, for lottery, going back to like, do you have to? Does that mean you have to be selected to run or? Correct. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yep. 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 Even, so. Even though Broad is a very public street, and you can probably just run it without, but <laughs> most people just run it without the bib. It's, yeah. You know. <laughs> They're like, I'm saving my sixty dollars, which I understand. Yeah. <laughs> my apologies. Yeah. No, 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 no worries at all. Um, so after about two years of running, I started developing some nagging injuries. 
um, and I was seeking something else. I also noticed like after the weight loss, um, had a lot of like sagging skin. So I was like, okay, I need to like start lifting weights, right? Tybo and Jillian Michaels weren't cutting it anymore and the running was <laughs> hurting my knees. Um, and you may know Rosalina. She used to go to Supercharge. She knows Jen Yu. Yes, um, yes. So she had just started CrossFit around 2014. She told me and one of my coworkers, Rosalina and I worked together at Jefferson in the same department. Oh, um, and she told me you should try CrossFit out. I was like, um, I don't know about this. It sounds a little intense. Um, so I sort of just went in with the coworker. Remember, we went to CrossFit Center City. It's now called Subversus Fitness. So this was like in 2014. Um, and we tried our first class. I remember they gave me a foam roller and I said, what do I do with this? I was like, so clueless. Um, they gave me a barbell. I had no idea what to do with it. My first fitness, like my first wad, um, was seven minutes of burpees. And I remember at the end of it, I know so rude. The end of it, (laughs) our coach goes, um, so how many did you get? And me and my coworker look at each other like, we didn't count. Like, what, like, we had no idea what was going on. Um, but then after that, we started doing personal training with one of the coaches there. Her name was Emily Record. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Yes. yes. Emily Record, I tried out my first time trying out for Philadelphia women's rugby. Emily Record was uh, on the, I think, one of the co-captains. There you go. Yeah. So she was, she trained me and my co-worker for six weeks before I joined the classes. So I was like, hold on. I cannot just jump into this. I don't know what I'm getting into. This is really intense. So we did personal training with her for six weeks. And then after that, I went into the classes and then the rest is history. Like that first year I did my first open, um, which was very humbling. And then it sort of just took off. I was just like, okay, I like this. I like the community aspect of it. I got in such good shape. I didn't realize I didn't have to run like 10 miles every day. Um, I didn't have those nagging injuries that I had as a runner. So the runner's knee, you know, like lower back pain, any of that stuff. So found it. I stuck with it. Um, and that's sort of like how my fitness journey began. And then, you know, from where I'm at now, back in 2018, I was like, okay, um, the owner now of Subversus Fitness, Wiley, approached me about coaching. I never thought about coaching because I already had, you know, a career as a medical professional. Um, but I was like, all right, let's give this a go, see if I enjoy it. And I did. It was so exciting to teach others the thing that I've come to love so much, right? So it's like so fun to give them this knowledge that I learned over the years and see them fall in love with it just like I did. So it's like that journey was super exciting for me to watch. Oh, that's awesome. So how yeah, long that's awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's how it went. And then I've been at CrossFit ever since. Still, so I'm dabbling back into running again. So that's a new journey for me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you're like, oh, you had a, when you were saying you had a running club, I was like, oh, all right. I was like, yeah. that on top of the other things. I was like, all right, get it, get it. That is, that is something. Dabbling like. back in. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been coaching for? So 2018 till now. So I started at Subversus Fitness um, and then I just started coaching at Evolve Fitness in Old City. It just opened up last July. Um, I started coaching there. I believe it was in October. Okay. So a new community of people. So that's been fun. Okay. And where, um, what is, so just a two-part question. What do you have and what is the alternate name if like, they're not registered as a CrossFit gym or something like that. They have another name for it. I forget because it's been a minute since I've coached at a gym, but yeah. Gotcha. Can you repeat the first question? I didn't hear you. I apologize. So um, what I think I asked, what certifications do you have for the CrossFit, for CrossFit or what are the names of it? And um, what um, what's the alternate name for uh, CrossFit? Gotcha. So um, I have a CrossFit L1 um, certification. So I have the L1, which I got back in 2018. Probably got to renew that soon, but (laughs) we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, But since we're not a CrossFit affiliate anymore, we just go by the term of functional fitness. So it's sort of like CrossFit style training without using any of the verbiage. So we don't have to pay, you know, the coins for the, for all of that fun stuff. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah that's uh, awesome. Because I know that, um, what is it, there, I guess to be an affiliate is just to be able to, what does that actually give you to be an affiliate? I have the name. So from, yeah. Yeah, from my understanding, you get to use like the CrossFit name, right? Oh, okay. Heard that. Heard that. That's how the gym was that I worked at at Oakland. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank because on what they would call it, but I'll I'll find out at some point. But it was another name that they would call it because they weren't a CrossFit affiliate, but all they were doing was CrossFit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's sort of the same thought process. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. So what yeah. are you most proud of to date? And what is something that you're still improving in your life? Okay. All right. Most proud athletic achievement um, or just in general? <laughs> in general, go with whatever your heart takes you. <laughs> that's a hard question i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the simplified version athletic achievement (laughs) um i would say i think my biggest athletic achievement that i was like super proud of um was actually this recent november i ran a full marathon um and i wasn't in the best running shape as i was before i started crossfit i had obviously like 20 extra pounds from all the weightlifting and stuff like that. But it was such a long-term goal for me. Um, and when I took a break between the two gyms I was at, I was like, okay, I think this is the time where I'm not like lifting as much. I'm going to get back into running. And my goal during that break was I'm going to train for a marathon. I'm going to do the marathon. I ran it by myself, no one with me. Um, and to date, I think that was my proudest achievement. I remember like when I finally got to the finish line, I was like tearing up. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I was insane. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so I think that's my biggest athletic accomplishment um, overall. I was really happy with doing it. Will I ever do it again? No. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I, that. I think it's a one and done for me. Yeah, the, I, I signed up for, I signed up to do a, the D- Disney half marathon yeah. and I ended up while walking my dog and ended up spraining my ankle. And I was like, you know what, like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to take a moment, take a step back. Yeah. And I know, I know uh, there are a couple of 5Ks coming up and I was like, let me like knock those out first before, yeah. I, start, before I start going like full, full into a whole uh eight eight ten mile run let me just you know ease ease, in ease into it yeah that's what i always said i'm just, like, just <laughs> get, get back into it slowly yeah but yeah um and what was your second part of the question i'm sorry clinne oh um i was saying um what is something you're still um improving in your life overall like i'm curious to know like what i mean i don't know i just because yeah. i just want to I want to learn more about you and everything like that. And I know you shared um, what the things were that you um, endured um, health-wise, um, yes. but just like you know, what's something that you're that you're proud of as as a per as a person, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, um, I'm just curious about that. It's okay if you don't want to share, but yeah. oh no, absolutely. I think proud as a person is you know, I feel like growing up, I wasn't necessarily as out as I wanted to be, you know, as a gay boy growing up in like Brooklyn, New York, I sort of had to hide certain things for, you know, my safety. Um, I think I mentioned to you, I bounced around schools because of a lot of issues I was having. And I eventually like moved to Pennsylvania. Um, and obviously I graduated from Upper W School at that point, but my junior year of high school, we like sort of moved everything out. Um, and at that point, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just start being myself, whether that be a little bit flamboyant, you know, I'm going to sing my Britney Spears and Jennifer Lopez songs in front of people. I don't care, you know? (laughs) Um, And I think what's interesting, people sometimes view CrossFit or that, you know, the sport of CrossFit as like super masculine, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And when I joined it, I thought that was the case, but I was able to just be myself once I joined CrossFit Sensory and the same with like Evolve Fitness. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, I guess, it's almost, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, you go into there and you're just like, there's these people lifting heavy weights and doing all these things. Like, you know, it's a very masculine situation and you're just like, oh, but 
perhaps the thing I'm most proud of is like, I'm able to go in there and just be myself. Mm. Maybe I'll like strut to the box. Maybe I'll, you know, <laughs> do my sassy little burpee, you know, maybe I'll like, you know, dance around during class. I think that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of because a couple years, like years back in high school, I never imagined myself doing that. And now in this type of environment, I'm more comfortable being myself than ever. Um, I think one thing I'm like super proud of, mm -hmm. um, things I need to work on, I'll go with like an uh, easy answer here. I need to sleep more. I stay busy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly doing something. I think we all need a little bit more sleep. I'm always just like, I'm always like doing something. Oh yeah. I was like, I just started listening to like YouTube thunderstorm. Like yeah. when it has like a blank and it has a dark screen. Cause I was like, I've been, because I also have that same issue and I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. And, but as soon as I put that on within like two minutes, I am just knocked out. I'm like, all right, this Ooh, is great. It's that's working. an idea. There you go. <laughs> it works for me. It works for my dog. We both fall asleep. It's great. <laughs> there you go. So, like, um, there's one on YouTube that looks like the background of your, your uh, painting in the behind yes, you. Yes, it yes. Like and it'll go for hours. Like, <laughs> I know, I know which one you're talking about. It's a, it's like a 20 hour one. I'm like, I don't know who's sleeping for that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so I actually, I, I also, um, just to piggyback off of what Clinet was asking. Yeah, so yeah. who, who is your biggest support system throughout this journey of yours and where do you find that strength to kind of persevere through some of uh, some of the uh, roadblocks that you've hit I think a lot of that comes my mom's big part of my support system um I have a very like interesting family life right so when I came out my mom was obviously married to my dad super catholic latino family they're like oh hell no this cannot be like we need to take you to church all this other funky stuff they did. And I was like, oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> um, but then years later, my mom uh, met a woman and they got married. She like ended up leaving my dad. And it's such like an interesting thing because for years she was like, it's wrong to be gay. And then I think by me coming into my own, she was just like, maybe there are a couple of things that I didn't know about myself. So she met this woman. I have my stepmom, Karima. So my mom's name is Lisette, and I have a stepmom, Karima, who I'm like super close with. They got married back in 2013, I believe, or 2012. And they've been together ever since. Um, so I think that's like super interesting. So now I have like this great support system in my mom and especially my stepmom. Um, so that's great. Talk about a plot twist. Right. right? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, 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 and Latino families, um, uh, females in general are like forced to get married young. So my mom had me when she was like 17, um, oh, wow. um, married to my dad when she was like 16, oh, like wow. didn't finish high school or anything like that. So she had me, then she had my middle brother, um, then she had my youngest brother. So she had like no time to really like figure out who she was. Um, and I'm sort of glad I never got like stuck in a situation like that because now, you know, I know who I am. I know what I like, what I want and stuff like that. But I feel like my mom had to figure that out at a later age once we were all grown up to take care of ourselves. Um, so yeah, she's a big part of my support system. My stepmom as well. Um, my dad, we don't talk as much. That's a little funky, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Slow, slowly but surely. I think we spoke about it yesterday where it's just like there's some family members where they just, you know, they're stuck in their ways and you got to love and support them from a little far away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's dope. Because I, I, yeah, I totally, because I, when we were talking yesterday, you were talking about how when you were, when you got into CrossFit and everything like that, your mom was like, I, I wasn't expecting you to, you know, be in such a masculine sport and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And you told me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, plot twist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mom's in the part of the community. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that is, that is, that is awesome. That is so great. That it, yeah. I, uh, 
sometimes sometimes I think of my think my mom I was like you know mom like maybe you just need a more like maybe you need a friend maybe you need a little bit more than a friend but just a friend yeah and, and I was like but she's she's stuck in her ways as well so it is what it is I'm like you know what we we're just gonna start from square square zero and maybe yeah. just stay there you got you got to meet people where they're at that's like yes. one thing I've learned choose your battles and you know as long as they're not like disrespecting your lifestyle you know we're we're fine <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if I should even ask this question because you kind of already touched on it and yeah. um but oh you'll have to come back to me because I'm still like kind of I'm I'm still amazed by the uh answer from from your <laughs> no, same, same here. I'm like, I, I was like, that's, I was like, well, that's it. Like, you right, know, yeah, that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> burn, down, burn down all the questions, have nothing. At least you're great. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just ask this question. So yeah, no if you could reach anyone who may resonate with, with you or um, go back to talk to your younger self, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? It gets better feel like growing up, I was just so in my head. I was like, I cannot come out. This is going to be terrible for me. Like my family won't accept me. Everyone's going to like bully me. Um, And I would just tell myself it gets better. You know, I could like remember growing up where I was just like in such a state of depression because I was just like, I cannot be who I am. I'm scared to tell my family and my friends. So you just sort of hold this secret in for like like so long. and then, you know, years later, now I'm just authentically being myself out in, you know, the community. Um, I'm doing CrossFit. Like, what in the world? Who the heck am I? You know, I'm like living on my own. I can afford my own bills. It's like, you don't think when you're that young that you can get to this point. Then when you get to this point, you're like, holy crap. Like, if only I had someone to say it gets better, you know? Yeah. So I would definitely... That'd be my biggest thing I would tell someone. It always gets better. There's always a way to get out of a stinky situation. <laughs> Very true. Very true. It's like it may not happen within the within the time frame that you so hope it would happen in, but it does happen eventually. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, you know, kind of just trying to remind them like of the same thing, like, you know, because I work with at-risk youth and so just kind of just trying to speak into them because some of them are you know some of them are part of the lgbtq community and some have experienced things that will bring tears to your eyes and so Mm -hmm. it's you know kind of right reminding them and telling them like you know it gets better like you know just don't give up and i think that's like a big thing as well too yeah absolutely so Luis, do you have like any i guess like big plans i mean and like it could be along fitness or wellness but do you like what are you what do you envision I guess like I guess your journey in x amount of the future years in the future looking into the future I definitely want to continue coaching um that's been a passion project of mine like I have my full-time job at the hospital and stuff like that but coaching is really my passion I love my biggest thing is like when I get someone new who has no idea what they're doing. And I, I, I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier. I like to show them what I fell in love with. And there's something so special in that journey when they like come in and they love what they're doing. And they're just like, wow, you taught me this. And you taught me that and the other. Um, but in the future, I would definitely love to sort of expand my knowledge in the fitness industry more so to the Latino community. I feel like I I mentioned this to you guys before, my family and fitness, it just does not exist. They think it's stupid. You don't have to do exercise, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of them leave very healthy lifestyles. Mm -hmm. I can probably name 10 people from my family who have like diabetes and don't do anything about it, right? Um, So I would want to sort of run classes for like the Hispanic community where I'm just like, fitness is for everybody right? It's accessible for everybody. You don't need to be lifting heavy weights, even if you're just walking, you know, Um, just leading a better and healthier lifestyle. I just want it to be more accessible to everyone because not everyone can afford a CrossFit gym. Not everyone can afford a gym in general, right? Um, So 
down the line, I would love to like run some type of community class where I would be able to get all sorts of people from different walks of life, specifically in the Latino community for me, just because um, how I grew up and just seeing like my family. Again, none of them have any experience with this. And um, I'd love to sort of share my knowledge and see them fall in love with it, fall in love with it just like I did. Nice. So like ultimately just like first gen, first generation of like getting these people together to like change. Exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds really good. As you're speaking with that, like I had like a couple of nonprofits pop into my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure like uh, like uh, Galilee. Yes, 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 yes. They're yeah. great. Um, Gran Verones, I don't know if you've seen, heard of them before, but they're great as well. Are they also in North Philly? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, gotcha. Yeah, I, that, yeah, no, I have not, I have not heard of them, but I, I feel like I have, uh, have passed them quite a few times. And so yeah. that, that's really mm-hmm. awesome. No, that, that's, that's really exciting. And I'm, I'm actually really excited to like, whenever, whatever you kick that off, definitely yeah. let me know because <laughs> I, I definitely have like people as you're talking about it I'm like have people I'm like oh these people will be interested in it um and it is it is I think it's always great to um have have something for and just for for the youth to see themselves in they're like oh here are other people who look like me and I can I can I can do this as well so that yes is, I think that's, that's- super important. Piggybacking off of what you just said, I just recently, back in January, I did a class with, do you know Students Run Philly? Yes. Yeah. Style, yeah. Uh, Students Run Philly style, that is. Um, I did a class with their Outpace program. So it's um, kids who are identify at in the LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a couple of kids who are in like middle school, high school, and they like came to class and they wanted to learn um, some exercises stuff for like bodybuilding. Um, some of them, you know, identify as potentially trans or, you know, they identify as a, a they, them. Um, so it was so awesome coaching those kids when I was able to. Um, Cece um, Telez, I don't know if you know her, but she um, runs the Outpace program with students run Philly style. So I've done a couple of classes with those kids and that's great to like see them and see them working out and lifting weights and that was another big accomplishment that I was like super proud of to do. So I love working with them. So whenever I get a chance, I try to do that with them. Yay. No, that's really great. Yeah. I haven't, I have not, um, all these people sound very familiar. I just haven't seen them, you know, yeah. due to bed, due to pandemic, nothing before. I don't remember many <laughs> anymore unless I've seen you within like the last six months, ultimately, <laughs> um, or, or I see your Facebook feed, yeah. <laughs> Facebook or Instagram feed. <laughs> but, um, but no, that sounds, re- that sounds really great. And that is, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited just for, for you and how, and just for the things that are, that, you know, thing, the energy that you're putting out there and like the work, the potential work that is able to be, to come from it. That sounds really awesome. And I know you were um, saying, Luis, you have a full-time job at a hospital. So can you tell us a little bit more about what the position is? Cause I know you mentioned it was, it deals with liver transplants. Is that Yes. Is that why a uh, partial to why you kind of pursued that field because of your experience or? Yeah. Yes. So I work as a clinical coordinator um, over at liver transplant. Um, so when I was diagnosed with fatty liver, I learned so much about like what it can cause. Um, inter- interesting enough. Um, I was reading a study recently where they said like the leading cause for liver transplant will become fatty liver. Um, just because hepatitis C has beca- um, is eradicated now, so that's not a big cause. So it would be fatty liver. And um, given the fact that so many people are unhealthy with diabetes, high cholesterol, and stuff like that, what happens is when the liver gets um, infiltrated with that fatty liver, it starts not processing things correctly. And over time, it can cause damage, and damage to the liver will create fibrosis and then cirrhosis. And then before, before you know it, you need the liver, right? So at such a young age to have fatty liver, I was definitely like, okay, I want to investigate into this more. And I was super interested in the organ. Um, Previously, I worked in GI, so I had some viewpoints of it. Um, But then a couple of years ago, I got into the transplant program. And my job is I'm the first person of contact when the patient's been referred over for a liver transplant. Um, So the doctors send the referral over to me. 
I contact the patient, I get all their information. Um, and from there, um, I get them scheduled to see all the doctors they need to determine their candidacy to see if they're able to get the organ or not. My, my goal is obviously to get them on the list and throughout their wait time to sort of maintain their care and stuff like that. So it's interesting. Yeah. People don't realize how important the liver is until it stops working. And when it stops working, it's... <laughs> and you and you only have one of those, right? So you can get multiple transplants, but yes, you only have one liver, correct? You're good. Sorry. No, 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 you're good to go. Does that have any coordination? I, I might be, uh, you know, because I'm. I used to be very fascinated with how the body functions, but. Um, does that have any coordination with like PCOS or insulin resistance or anything like that, where that could like negatively affect it, uh, affect the liver? Do you know? Potentially, like I said, I always say this to my patients, all roads lead back to the liver. So it can be like the smallest thing. It can be like iron deficiency or, you know, it can be, you know, medication you're taking for your PCOS that causes elevated liver enzymes. So there's all sorts of funky things that lead back to malfunction and liver function. It may not be like a big thing, but it can always cause damage. I had this one patient, um, um, she was in the Navy. She was drinking energy drinks for four years straight. We saw her, her enzymes are super elevated. She has to do a liver biopsy. And it turns out these energy drinks are what caused the damage to her liver. As soon as she stopped doing the energy drinks, the liver is sort of like a starfish. It regenerates. As soon as she starts, stopped doing the energy drinks, the liver recovered. It was pretty interesting and remarkable to watch. But it was an energy drink. Wow. And how often mm. do um, doctors recommend like kind of doing tests to kind of make sure that your liver's intact or <laughs> it should be yeah <laughs> yeah so it should be done on your yearly blood work they should be checking your liver enzymes um it's done in a typical like a comprehensive metabolic panel is the lab test they do so that's something that they generally do on your yearly blood work just to check out and um they test two liver enzymes it's an ast and alt um and depending on how those values look if they're abnormal they'll do further testing and such but if it's normal, they usually typically don't look into it. Yeah, no, that, cause that's, that's really dope that, because that's like kind of the fact that you, I think you had mentioned you kind of like fell into it, but the fact that it came from your direct experience and you, exactly yeah. everything's kind of coming full circle, even like you even talking about working um, with liver transplants and then also doing CrossFit to kind of combat the, um, the chronic illnesses that you your family has a history of like correct it, yeah is, is is coming full circle and I, I think that's amazing that was um that's kind of something like that that I experienced like I'm but I'm the reverse now and my folks are like all they used to make fun of me for lifting doing strongman and stuff like that but now everybody's into fitness and everything so yeah, say say <laughs> <laughs> what does acceptance look like to you that's a part of the question that I was going to ask, but you kind of touched on like your, your background and everything a little bit, but, um, what is, what is, um, acceptance look like to you? As I get older, I'm learning more and more acceptance from other folks shouldn't matter to me at all. Right. What matters most to me right now is my self-acceptance mm -hmm. to meet me where, at, where I'm at, whether that is, you know, my personal life, whether that's, my fitness, right? I know with CrossFit, there was a couple of years where I was like obsessed with my athletic performance, doing well at the CrossFit Open, being number one, right? Um, and I think this year I've sort of come to terms where I, was like, where I was just like, I don't need to compare myself to others. I don't need to do this. I don't need to be number one at the gym. I just need to do well enough for me. If I'm satisfied with my performance at that time, that's great, right? Um, and and not comparing myself to others, I found a level of acceptance with my athletic performance. And like I said, personal life and stuff like that, I felt like um, I valued quantity over quality. So I feel like I had a massive friend group years ago, and that slowly come down, right? <laughs> exactly. It gets smaller as you get older because you start to realize what's important to you, right? And what you need as a person. So I think acceptance for me is growing as a person and realizing what my needs are um, and realizing the people who is important to me. Right. 
and what is important to me. It's not important to be number one at the gym. What's important to me is that I'm moving safely. I'm seeing some type of progression, whether it's not, you know, super big or anything, but I'm seeing some type of progression in my athletic performance. Maybe I'm not stronger than I was last year. Maybe I'm a little bit weaker, but I ran a marathon, but I did this, I did that, right? So I think self-acceptance is what I seek the most now. If I can like look at myself in the mirror every day, I'm like, you did a good job today, Lewis. That, you know, makes me happy. Yeah, that's, awesome. yeah, that's that, I mean, that, that I think we, we touched on that, something similar to that in our last episode where it was like uh, the, uh, there's a book called the, the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the, one of the four agreements is to do your best. At the end of the day, if you can say that you did your best, like, then you did your best. There's no reason to carry over all the all the grievances of the day into the next day. Nope. And, so, <laughs> and I feel like sometimes, some days are easier than others to, to get yeah, that accomplished. <laughs> Some days you're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it's like you, you're trying to figure out, like, do I want to, do I choose violence? I want to, but I don't have the energy, you know? Right, it's just like, you, know, you got to choose your battles. I'm just like, you know, today I'm just going to remain silent. <laughs> yes. And so quick question. So with all that you're doing, I know you have the run club, you have CrossFit, you have... um your job at the hospital, uh, where, I guess, like, what is something that you do? I know working out is a form of self-care for you. Yeah. Uh, what is another type of self-care that you do that specifically is like, that kind of like, it steps away from all those other things? Yes, I need to do more self-care, to be honest. I'm constantly busy, but for me, I think I mentioned it. I am obsessed with Bravo and all things Real Housewives. And that <laughs> is my self-care. When I get home, I like to put on an old episode of like Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I just like unwind. Oh. <laughs> like, so for me, that's like self-care. Watching my trashy TV. <laughs> it's great. I should be sleeping. But instead, I'm <laughs> watching Real Housewives, right? So. Um, but- Yep. So who's your favorite? So who's your who's your favorite, I guess, season or or place for Real Housewives? What's your favorite place for Real Housewives? And who's your favorite character? I know these are real people, however, they also are characters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, favorite franchise is definitely by far Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, and favorite housewife is Nene Leakes. Yes. She's the best. Yes. Entertaining. No one has the, no one has the facial expression that match up with what everybody. I aspire to have those facial expressions. (laughs) I'm like, I I wish. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's, I have, I have not watched Real Housewives. I think the closest thing that i probably watched to that was like shoot, real world and like i think i watched jersey was it jersey shore like a couple episodes of jersey shore oh <laughs> jersey shore is a tough one <laughs> it, it is a tough one yeah i like og real world that was that was good i remember growing up i was like i would love to be on that show <laughs> i i was a i was a road rules person oh. i remember my sister it was like a whole thing is my my sister loved real world so we'd watch it but then road rules was right after it so it <laughs> so oh. i'd have to like convince her to keep the tv on that channel so we could watch road rules yeah oh. it was uh it was like i mean i also now that i think now that i'm older i think i would be so annoyed with sharing one camper with eight other individuals can you like imagine? that does not seem that does not seem anything close to fun <laughs> um uh but um yeah that is i was like yeah you remember like they were like get this huge camper bus and be driving and it was it was crazy it was absolutely crazy but they had activities which i think is what i like yeah. about it every stop every stop was an activity yeah so. i remember that, that was a good show too 
I guess real world would get boring because you're just sitting around in the house. <laughs> so I feel like real after real world, I feel in that same realm was Big Brother. And yes. I was like, okay, it's a whole it's a whole bunch of people in a house hanging out. <laughs> and you're like, you're like what I was like, you know, one is a well, both of them are, I think, were competitions for money at some point. Correct? Definitely Big Brother. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then real world and row rules combined into like the challenge. And then that was like for money. Oh, okay. I heard that. Nineties, <laughs> uh, early two thousands TV was very, was, was a kickoff for a lot of things. <laughs> you look back at some of that. You're like, I cannot believe I was on TV. <laughs> uh, right. And I can't believe that like my 10 year old self watched that, watching you know? that. Right. I'm like, I shouldn't be watching it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember when um, uh, my my grandmother, my Trinidadian grandmother, came in and saw my saw that uh, me and my sister were watching nine hundred two one zero. That that did not the oh, slipper right. came off really fast. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Clinet. You said uh, you had something. Oh, um, let me see. Um, I have. Well, I did want to ask, like, you know, we're uh, getting close because we don't want to take. Um, too much more of your time and we know you have to get to real uh, housewives so (laughs) (laughs) um, do you have any questions for us like um, is there anything that you um, you have that you want to ask yeah of course so with your podcast I guess what's your goal to how many other folks you're going to be talking to or what's your goal with your podcast I guess or Uh your goals that's that's a good question. So we're mm-hmm. we're I I can start and then Alex if yeah. you want. Uh, yeah, we're trying to. Um, our goal right now, short term, is to get to ten episodes by May. So you're gotcha. our fourth one now. Uh, we want to get right, we're getting there. Ten total episodes. So we'll do two where we're kind of just having conversations and talking about a topic, and then we'll do four more people um, by May. But long term is to maybe do maybe twenty episodes a season, yeah, um, yeah, um, and get to the point where we're just building a community, building more of a following, um, talking about like these real life things and what got us into fitness, you know, what has got us into strength sports and so on and so forth. So, yeah, hold on a second. I love that. Oh, um. Oh, Clinet, did, I'm sorry, would you continue or? You said, hold on a second. I didn't know if you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Jess is coming in. So it was like oh, okay. background noise. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no. So that's that's ultimately our goal. And then eventually we get to a point where maybe we can sell some merch. Like, you know, we've been we've been talking about the topic of life. Been, life has been life in us. So just kind of. Uh, going from there and uh, uh, just making sure that uh, we just we're just reaching people that can relate and and hopefully reaching youth and young adults and teaching them something um, something that um, they wouldn't otherwise know about um, and yeah 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 I mean yeah like definitely um, I, I think the one of the things that kind of sparked the conversation for this was that, you know, there, I, and and I'm just talking about my own personal, but I, it was to find, for me to find a platform and where I was able to see somebody who like represented me, like somebody from like the Caribbean queer first generation immigrant, uh, well, first generation from like uh, American from my family and like being, and then navigate and also just navigating through like fitness and just the information that I felt like it was very hard to kind of come across of being like, okay, where, where can I be like, where can I be comfortable and not have to worry where I'm accepted or like, you know, like, cause certain gyms have certain ambiances, very bro grow things and just like you know there I feel like there's a lot of people who I've realized have sometimes very similar stories to to us to like by to to us that you know they don't 
I guess because the conversation hasn't been started yet, they, it, a lot of it is kind of like held within like their either small friend group or just within themselves. Mm. So ultimately to, an, a goal is to get, is to talk to more BIPOC, LGBTQ plus athletes, people in, or just people who are in like the fitness and wellness industry could be like physicians, you name it, but to get more information uh, whether it's talking about mental health, what emotion, like mental health, physical health, um, and kind of everything in between, because I feel like those are the biggest things. And a lot of times, a lot of times, just there, there are a lot of stereotypes that come with fitness. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and you know, it's and you know, as you said, you know, like your your mom was like, "Why are you working out? This is a man. This is like a manly man. Like you like." And it's like, no, you can be anybody and do this and feel great about yourself. And that is that is where that is like what we're we're creating a space where people can come and find that information. People can feel that way. People can just find find information, find conversation, find friends if needed but just kind of get that get the ball rolling and have more of a community that surrounds all these things that I feel like we are all we all experience but not many but not many people kind of know as well you know it's like some people are like oh it's like public but I'm like is it is it public if everybody knows but if or is it public if only like a certain group knows you know there's a difference So, uh, so yeah, so that is, that is, that is my hope for just everything that we come and just the information that we have is to kind of reach more people and like bring in, you know, like, you know, say if you had, and like, also, if you know, next time you're teaching a class, definitely, you know, let us know. We would love to kind of post it on, um, post it on the, post on the YouTube page or the Obsidian Strength podcast page and, you know, definitely want to get more of one of these people get people together. I mean, and yeah. I think that's where it is. I feel like we we've we've all been separated for so long. I know. I like- yeah. <laughs> Community is so important, but I, I love what you said. You gotta to have someone that's similar to you or has a similar experience as you. Yeah. It's such a big help. Because walking into these gyms is intimidating at first, especially. You know, I remember I told you the first time I watched it, I was like, why is she giving me that foam roller? What am I supposed to do with that? I'm like, like what is going like, on? Look like, around and see if anybody else is doing it and then like yeah. copy it. You want me to clean this? What do you mean? You give me like a spray bottle and a wipe? I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what is happening? No, and I and, and just to kind of like wrap that up, it's just like uh, repetition all in all like representation matters you know absolutely um, i feel like we don't see enough of us on the big screen or on um you know uh other platforms that are just like i mean for safety reasons some are probably not as open or what have you or, or out yeah. just kind of giving that we want to give a platform for us oh, you know absolutely. YPSC, lgbtq community so yeah, yeah. And so absolutely over there with these CrossFit games, folks. I'm like, where are my people of color? Where right? are yes! like hello? <laughs> there are a lot of us out there. Just yeah. you have a rainbow on your shirt doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah, else, please. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, what's go ahead? What's her name? Um. Oh, Morgan Vaz is our next. Is going to oh, be. Oh, I next love movie. Morgan. Yeah, we work yeah. together at Subversus. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I, um, yes, yeah, so she's going to be our next, she's going to be our next guest. So uh, I'm really excited. And yeah, like there's, um, I, I'm, I'm really excited to just get, I mean, get to know, get to know y'all better as well as mm-hmm. get to know your stories and just like, it, it's so good. I feel like we all are on the same level of just like making sure there's more representation yes, and trying to absolutely. get as far as far out as we can to let people know so yeah for sure um, when you chat with morgan make sure you ask her about our tiktok that we made funny story <laughs> we made a tiktok we both got injured from it it's a very <laughs> it's a very funny story 
I, that is definitely noting that I, I'm so, I'm so intrigued to find it. I probably will go into like a TikTok hole, try to find where this TikTok is. And it's nowhere to be found because we oh. did not post it anywhere. <laughs> it is on our phones. No one will ever see it. They did the draft. No, going back to what you were saying, um, Elizabeth Akinwale, you guys have heard her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she just posted something, uh, I think it was today or yesterday talking about, um, how there was the CrossFit games and they were like, Oh, I've never seen a black person in CrossFit before. And like, are you the first one? And people mm-hmm. kept tagging her in it. Like, you know, Hey, like, uh, yeah. so anyway, so it's, it's just really interesting, but um also Luis if you have any um like of the links like with the um organizations that you're working with like for youth and stuff like that we would be more than happy to post that on the YouTube link as well or- oh, absolutely yeah I can definitely get you a list for that and stuff yeah so yeah. Can share that but if we don't have any further questions we'll just go ahead and wrap that wrap this cookie up and- wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> Good vocals there. I was like, uh, I'm, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I, I get loopy at a certain time, but we're good. <laughs> That's why we need our sleep. That's why yeah. we need our sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, we go to sleep is the question. I, let me tell you, Facebook Marketplace had me up until 2 a.m. So it's, it's, it's a problem. We're, we're oh, working on it. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, please remember to subscribe and share our podcast. We're really excited to share our journeys and experiences with you all, as well as learn along the way if you are a part of the bi POC or LGBTQ community. And you would like, and um, oh, let me go back because I read that all the way wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> run on sentence. Uh, if you. <laughs> If you are a part of the BIPOC or LGBTQ community and you would like to share your journey, whether it's in strength, fitness, wellness, or anything in between, please send an email to info at obsidianstrengthpodcast.com. And remember to follow us on Obsidian Strength Podcast on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, So again, I'm Clene. Luis, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. your your journey and your story. So we really appreciate you. You you are a multifaceted human for sure, Louise. Like I'm I'm I don't know. I'm like low-key fangirling, which is why I'm very nervous, but I'm like very no. excited to have you. <laughs> yes. yes. It, it is good. From look, I like p- pandemic pandemic pounds were put on. Okay. And we are in that and like the whole walking thing is where I am right now. Just walk uh since I've been walking my dogs, I, I rescued a dog unintentionally and then got attached. And since August until now, I walk him four times a day and I've lost 60 pounds within that time period. And it's only literally it's just because he's a massive baby and I need to walk him four times a day. I've tried to do less, <laughs> like regretted he's it. Not having it. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I love you. Thank you for sharing your story and your journey. And like, I'm really excited to see just like droves of young youth just out there doing burpees. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. It was such a good time. I'm glad we got to reconnect. Yeah. Same here. Don't you have a, a competition coming up? No, um, no competition. I finished. I did not do the quarterfinals for my mental health. I qualified and I said, you know, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't need to compare myself against the world anymore. I'm fine. <laughs> I made it. I can say it. I can wear that badge. I don't need to go any further. I that. But, yeah. yeah, it's at quarterfinals. People, people get spicy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I saw, I saw the energy, and I said, no, no, <laughs> no for me. That's but, why. Yeah. Um, like if Alex no is- competitions, but I have a half marathon on Sunday, so wish me luck on that. Ooh, good luck! Is it is it the Haku Run? Um, the Love Run. Love Run. Oh, I'm sorry, Clinic. I was saying, is that is that going live or airing anywhere on? 
I don't think so. I think it's just like a Philly okay. thingamajig. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, jumping Philly. back into it. One of my yeah. friends is doing and I was like, let's do it together. Going nice, nice and slow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even if your jogging pace is the same pace as your walking pace, it is what it is. It, it um, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Luis. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night.